Everybody gather round, see what's cooking in Henley Town. Grab a chair and bend an ear, everybody's welcome here. Forget your stress, forget your strife. Turn up your radio, turn down your wife. For peace and quiet, you've been wishing. You won't get it till your man goes fishing. Always sweet and never sour. Fowler Family Radio Hour. Always sweet and never sour. Fowler Family Radio Hour. That's right, it's the Fowler Family Radio Hour. Brought to you by Coffee County Farmers Almanac and Dogwood Press. Books people read. And starring the Fowlers. Essie Mae Fowler. Ray Ray Fowler. Fanny Lou Fowler. My name is Ash. Local radio personality Tom Crystal. And I'm Calvin Coolidge Fowler. Always sweet and never sour. Fowler Family Radio Hour. Always sweet and never sour. Fowler Family, Fowler Family Radio. Woo! Well, it's been a real quiet week here in Henley. Quiet. We've all been keeping an eye out for Bigfoot, but yep. we haven't seen hide nor hair of him. I found a large hairball on my shower drain, yeah. and for a minute I thought he'd been sneaking in there to freshen up. The Coffee County Sasquatch is rumored to be remarkably well-groomed. Clean. Yes, but it weren't him. It was my lawn boy, Clay, oh. who I gave an extra key to. Oh. Don't ask why. A girl can dream. I didn't mm-hmm. say a thing. But I saw you look. Anyhow, Clay used the shower. <gasps> and he left a huge clump of Sasquatch hair? Ew. How hair suit is this fella? No, Calvin. He's as smooth as a baby's butt. But he used the bath to wash his Irish setter hunting dogs. Oh, well, still no Bigfoot. Another false alarm. Well, there's plenty of other stuff going on in Henley. Yeah, like this week I had a cat parade. Woohoo! Well, y'all, it's time for the Fowler Family News Minute. Fowler Family. This introduction with breaking news, y'all. Dateline. So sorry, y'all, but I got to break into this news cycle to let you know about my incredible date with the incomparable Tom Crystal. Hashtag hot radio voice. (laughs) Since I am the one basically that asked Tom out, I thought it was only fitting that I be the one to plan out the evening. And I think I did. An amazing job. Yeah. You you did. Uh, uh, one thing, you can't really break into news with more news. But I, and, and, and just because it's about a date doesn't mean this is Dateline um, NBC, just okay, for legal okay. reasons. Number two, it, it, it was an enjoyable experience that we had together, oh. surprisingly. Oh. If I know Aunt Fanny, uh, there was probably some skating involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aunt Fanny Lou was practically born on skates, or at least that's what she always told me. Yeah. Yeah. And she's pretty darn good at it, too. Oh, to me, she's basically a pro, y'all. Well, I invented the roller skate with Fanny Lou in mind, so there's that. Hmm. Did you invent him? Well, to be fair, the idea was stolen from me because, well, the credited inventor of the roller skate and I shared a workspace. Um, You know what? hmm. I do feel as if when I'm rolling on those wheels, all my cares and the years of longing and silent pining just glide away, y'all. I can report. 
that I have never seen a person move their body quite in that way before. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. You're the bat. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Fanny Did you just tell our friend Tom Crystal here, Chris? Mm-hmm. Are you oh, flying so high that you've lost your mind, or are you having a stroke? <laughs> Wait, stick your tongue out there. Let me see what's going on. (laughs) Big Brother Stoppy, you know that's Tom. Tom Crystal, the man who changed my life. I just like him so much. I wanted to give him a nickname or a pet name so he feels special, like part of the family. I told her that my name is short enough that I don't really need a nickname, but she was really insistent. Oh, yeah, Tom. You've been needing a nickname, Mm -hmm. you know, to show that you're part of our family. And we all think so. In fact, uh, here are some of the nicknames we've been throwing around for you. Uh, Crystal Patch. Thunder Tom. (laughs) How about this one? Uh, TKO. Tom Crystal Outrageous. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sweet tea. Uh, tea tiny. No. Crystal yeah. cake. Uh, smooth tea. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Lastric. It's crystal spelled backwards. You know? Oh, yeah. that's so a good smart. one. Yeah. Uh, I'm impressed that you have all thought about me so deeply. I believe Fanny's nickname for me is short for Crystal, which is sweet, but as stated before, unnecessary. Uh, like Ray Ray, that's a nickname. No, that's my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so your first name is Ray Ray? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So what is your middle name? Ray, with a W. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Back to Dateline. No. So there we are in the rank. Lights are low. Oh. We take to the floor and I am ready to work up an appetite. Oh, oh man, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. There is there is nothing better than skating your heart out mm-hmm. and then going out mm-hmm. to fill that hole in your heart mm-hmm. left there by the skating, mm-hmm. by going out to eat, eat, eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At first... I wasn't sure Tom would be up for roller skating, but let me tell you, he is the most graceful creature I have ever seen on eight wheels. We were the bells of the ball, y'all, flying around that rink. Really, T-Storm? I didn't know you were inclined to the physical arts. You will definitely have to take me out and teach me a thing or two. I would like to go see you skate too, sweet tea. Uh, Don't y'all leave me out. You know I'm an award-winning skating artist. Mm -hmm. We should start a a derby, Mm y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all, though, I have to tell you, I was so nervous about Tom liking the date and not knowing if he was able to skate. I, you know what? I sweat right through my shirt as I was getting ready for the date. She Ooh. sure did. I can attest to the stinking mess it was oh, getting Fanny dressed before that date. Ooh, yeah. Boy. She must have changed her clothes five times mm-hmm. before she left to meet you, TKO. You will be shocked to hear, and honestly, I am shocked to say... I had a delightful time skating and eating with Fanny Lou. <laughs> she does have a sort of grace mm-hmm. in her ability to be herself mm-hmm. with absolutely no concern about what others might think of her. That is exactly mm-hmm. true. I believe that. Oh, that's why everyone loves her, despite themselves. She definitely has something about her. Y'all, that's why this is breaking news. The date was incredible and amazing. But I've had an epiphany. (gasps) While Chris and I were sitting across from each other, gazing into each other's eyes at the outhouse steak back, conveniently located at the Butler Plaza Shopping Center on Serling Road, over a blunion. Blunion is a trademark of outhouse steak back. I started thinking about how often I hooked my joy and my value to what other people thought of me. I linked my happiness to what they did or didn't do or did or didn't feel concerning me. 
I started thinking about how much fun we had on our date, the date that I had planned and carried out based off the things that made me happy. I looked in Tom's eyes and I saw my own reflection staring right back at me. And I thought, I'm in love. No. I'm finally in love, y'all. No. With myself. No. Hmm. Oh, thank goodness I got that off my chest. Thank you guys so much. Oh, my goodness, Fanny. That was almost exactly one minute. All right. <laughs> um, your watch is stopped. Oh, uh, well, looks like that's all the time we have for the Fowler Family News Minute. Fowler Family News Minute. Yeah! The Coffee County Farmer's Almanac presents On This Day in History with Calvin Coolidge Fowler. On this day in history, underdog Buster Douglas beat heavyweight champ Mike Tyson, thus securing the release of Nelson Mandela from prison. Mandela immediately traveled to Yalta to take part in the final day of negotiations that would lead ultimately to the end of World War II. Unfortunately, Whitney Houston would not survive long enough to see the fruits of her labor as she died later that night on this day in history. RJ Liberty. Alex Haley's Roots. Tony Morrison's Beloved. Matthew McConaughey's Free State of Jones. If you liked those literary masterpieces, you'll love Charlene Templeman's Unchained Liberty. Unchained Liberty. The story of a 19th century slave owner's wife and the heroic decision she made to defy her husband's way of life. Unchained Liberty. The tale of 13 helpless African-American slaves who put their trust in a proud Southern woman willing to risk everything for their freedom. Unchained Liberty. They were considered only three-fifths of a human being until they were saved by a sassy southern belle with five-fifths of a heart. Unchained Liberty. The Charlotte Observer calls it a book that will raise your pulse as well as your eyebrows. And the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Constance Vanderbur says, I don't even know where to begin. Unchained Liberty. Unchained Liberty. The best-selling novel is now in paperback from Dogwood Press and available at bookstores everywhere. Pick up your copy today. Unchained Liberty. Hey, you. Has this go get em world got you down? Do you long for someone to tell you that you're doing an incredible job at surviving these complicated times? Are you approaching middle age and find yourself pining for the comfort of your grandma's cooking? Well, finally, you can fulfill all these dreams and more. Y'all try out Graham Graham. All you have to do is make one call or text if you're savvy. Do it. With a few bits of info like your name, Give home address, yep. and the thing you remember most about good old grandma. Probably my love. And in no time, you receive a soft rapping at your door. Tippity-tap. That's right. You've changed your Graham Graham hair. will send you a nurturing elderly woman I to hold you in her ample arms, pinch your, your cheeks, is. tell you that you make her proud, I'm proud and of you. bring you your favorite home-cooked dish. A tuna casserole. For a meager fee, this grandma will sit and listen 
hold your hand mm-hmm. and reassure you that everything you go is back gonna to be just fine. Everything's gonna Graham be Grams. just fine. Hurry up now. You your very own bunch? personalized Graham Graham is waiting. I love you. Call 988-1284. Do it. She'll never let you down. I won't let you. Treat yourself just to a Graham Graham. Butter. You'll sure be glad you did. The Coffee County Farmer's Almanac presents On This Day in History with Calvin Coolidge Fowler. On This Day in History, Gaius Julius Caesar was stabbed to death by 60 conspirators on the steps of the Senate. While inside, President Lyndon Johnson addressed a joint session of Congress to call for the support for the Equal Voting Rights Act. Their cause must be our cause too, quoth he. News of this address quickly spread, sending Frankie Avalon's Venus to number one, just as Andrew Jackson was born in an opening day screening of Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather in the brand new state of Maine on this day in history. following public service announcement is brought to you by the Coffee County Action Prevention Council. Every New Year's Eve we count three to one. We aim into the air and fire off our guns. There's better ways to celebrate than shooting in the sky. It's kind of irresponsible, and here's the reason why. Falling bullets kill, y'all. Falling bullets kill. Watch your head, you're gonna be dead, cause falling bullets kill. Falling bullets kill, y'all. Falling bullets kill. What goes up must come down, cause falling bullets kill. Won't it be a shame when your neighbors die? Cause you got drunk on the 4th of July. Unsuspecting friends can meet a tragic fate. If you get loaded and load your 38. Falling bullets kill, y'all. Falling bullets kill. Watch your head, you're gonna be dead, cause falling bullets kill. Falling bullets kill, y'all, falling bullets kill. What goes up must come down, cause falling bullets kill. Weddings are joyous when love is made complete. But you're asking for trouble if you come back in heat. Don't send a couple off on their honeymoon With a fond fairly well and a sucking chest wound Falling bullets kill, y'all, falling bullets kill Watch your head, you're gonna be dead, cause falling bullets kill Falling bullets kill, y'all, falling bullets kill What goes up must come down, cause falling bullets kill
remember, falling people don't kill people. Falling bullets kill people. The Fowler Family Radio Hour now presents its weekly episodic drama, Holly Springs Eternal. On last week's episode, the local piano tuner, Mr. Sizemore, claimed to be Caldonia's daddy. Feeling the need to clear her head, Caldonia and her beau, C.F. Monroe, were taking a leisurely Sunday drive along Holly Springs Gorge when their car was struck from behind by C.F.'s jealous ex-wife, Corinthia Beechwood, sending both cars plummeting into the stream below. And now, on this week's episode, we find Caldonia waking up in Magnolia County General Hospital. Miss Perkins, I'm glad to see that you're awake. My name is Detective Anderson. I'm with the Holly Springs Police Department. What? What happened? There was an automobile accident. But you're expected to make a full recovery. Where's CF? Where's my one true love? I'm afraid that he didn't make it. But you should know that he lost his life, saving yours. <laughs> I realize that this is a difficult time, Miss Perkins. But I was wondering if I could ask you a few questions about Mr. Monroe's ex-wife... Miss Beechwood. You mean the psychopath who killed my one true love? There's no need for name-calling, especially since Miss Beechwood is in the bed right next to yours. What? Yes, she's right behind that curtain. Unfortunately, her vocal cords were injured in the accident. Why on God's green earth are we in the same room? I'm afraid that there was a salmonella outbreak this afternoon at the First Methodist Church's fellowship picnic. So this hospital's plumb full of food poisoning cases. Excuse me one second. Otherwise, it was a lovely picnic. Now getting back to what I was saying... I... Detective, I demand that you arrest that evil woman! No, you do it. Miss Perkins, you... Miss Beechwood, let's not turn this into a circus. Did somebody say circus? Yes, but in a different context. I believe you're looking for the children's ward. It's right down the hall. Thanks, Officer Friendly. See you in the funny pages. Now, getting back to what I was saying. I have nothing more to say about that fat cow. Make way, 1,300-pound cow coming through. Nurse, what in God's name is going on? I'm sorry for the inconvenience, detective, but this year, instead of bringing the sick children to the petting zoo, we decided to bring the petting zoo to the sick children. <laughs> Once Peebo the Clown is done with his act, I'll get out of your way. Now that's my cue. Oh no! The tiger cub has gotten loose! He's attacking Miss Beechwood's face. Cat got your tongue, Corinthia! Don't panic, I'll use the electric cattle prod. Good work, nurse. 
Oh no, now the frog has gotten loose. And it's headed straight from Miss Beechwood's wide open mouth. Frog in your throat, Corinthia. <laughs> Oh no, that frog was the eagle's best friend. That's adorable. But he's gotten loose and now he's digging his talons into Miss Beechwood's hair. Detective, open the window behind you, hurry! It's a good thing Miss Beechwood was wearing a wig or else that eagle would have torn her head clean off. (laughs) Looks like he won't be a bald eagle anymore, Corinthia. Nurse, please get these animals out of here and tell the orderly to get a mop. The yak just yacked all over the floor. Now, I'm no doctor, but this food poisoning appears to be contagious. Well, I'm no detective, detective, but when CF divorced Corinthia, she said she'd rather see him dead than with another woman. What do you think of that? I think she's going to be disappointed. <gasps> CF! CF Monroe? Back from the morgue? But the coroner declared you dead. I was dead, but the thought of Caledonia brought me back to life. Also, I have an irregular heartbeat, so sometimes people think I'm dead, but I'm really just sleeping. How interesting. But not as interesting as the suitcase we found in the trunk of your car, containing $80,000 in unmarked bills. CF, is that true? Detective, I I don't know what you're talking about. Now that you're no longer dead, Mr. Monroe... I'm going to need you to come down to the station and answer a few questions. You're under arrest. Uh, I'm... I'm shocked. We all are, Mr. Monroe. We all are. Is CF telling the truth about the suitcase full of cash? Can Caldonia still trust him? And will Corinthia Beechwood ever speak again now that her vocal cords have deflated? Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Holly Springs Eternal, right here on the Fowler Family Radio Hour, exclusively on WKLK AM 940. The best part of your day, WKLK. The Coffee County Farmer's Almanac presents On This Day in History with Calvin Coolidge Fowler. On this day in history, the first permanent English settlers landed on Cape Henry in the Chesapeake Bay in what would later be named Jamestown. This invasion prompted the Condor Legion of the German Air Force in support of Spanish nationalists to bomb the Basque city of Guernica. Among the damage done by the brutal campaign was the nuclear power plant in the Ukraine city of Chernobyl. The fire raged on and spread all the way to a Virginia barn where John Wilkes Booth was hiding from federal troops. Whether he died from a self-inflicted gunshot or that of a soldier is unclear. One thing is for certain. As a result, the nations of Tanganyika and Zanzibar came together, forming the United Republic of Tanzania prompting President Julius Nyerere to proclaim Happy Birthday, Ma Rainey, on this day in history. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Ooh, Calvin, you're, you are hurting there. Yeah, Let me get I, you a stool to sit uh, on. Thank you, I need to sit down. You know, I dug the bullet out, but the, it still hurts. I can tell it's all it's swollen. Awful. Man, Bigfoot did a number on you. I'm going to... 
take it out of his hide. Oh, don't you worry. I got it. I just finished fighting off them aliens from that attack last week. Mm. And I will get that Sasquatch. I assure I tell you. you what, Bigfoot gonna, is mine. I'm going to teach him a thing or two. I'm not sure I understand why Bigfoot would have any kind of vendetta against Calvin. Vendetta used to do my hair. It hasn't looked the same since her salon burnt down. Oh, maybe Bigfoot did that too. No, <gasps> he had no vendetta against Vendetta. Oh, Bigfoot's good. beef was with Calvin. But why would he be angry at Calvin? Look, why are we even acting like... <laughs> Bigfoot is a myth, people. <gasps> no, 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 no. Bigfoot's a foot. But Ray Ray's story is not a myth. And no one said Bigfoot had a lisp. I guess you're just one of those East Coast liberals. I would like to remind you that Tampa is on the West Coast of that East Coast state. But fine, I'll play along. What reasoning would Bigfoot have to be mad at Calvin? It goes back to the 1960s. 1963, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Tom... You are so naive. You see, everyone knows that the hit NBC series Bonanza was based on Calvin's life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So you don't even know. Except the location of the Ponderosa was changed from Henley to Nevada. And a few names were changed. To protect the innocent. But the similarities are very similar. Hoss was based on me. And I'm Little Joe, the key one, of course. <laughs> everyone in Henley knew it was based on Calvin Coolidge Fowler and his family. And as the ratings soared, so did Henley's respect for Calvin. Heck, all of Coffee County. Until 1963. Mm-hmm. That's when the trouble started. Jealous of Calvin's success, CBS launched a show based on the life of Bigfoot on the same night in the same time slot. People were forced mm-hmm. to choose. Between Calvin and Bigfoot, between Bonanza and the Judy Garland Show. The Judy Garland Show was based on the life of Bigfoot. Mainly the drugs and alcohol, but a few songs and dances, too. And her daughter named Liza. With a Z. They went head-to-head on Sunday nights for one whole season. That was 26 to 34 episodes back in the day. Until eventually Judy and Bigfoot hung up the ruby slippers and called it quits. Judy went to New York and Bigfoot fled to the woods, turning to a life in the shadows. I tried to help, but in that state he just blamed me. That was before Betty Ford. The clinic, not the woman. Got it. I'm just not sure I'm making the connection between the star of The Wizard of Oz and what some people call the missing link. I can show you with a simple chart. Ash, hand me my whiteboard. Yep. Um, uh, the one with all your notes about preparing for the coming zombie apocalypse? No, the other one. Uh, um, uh, the one with all the Area 51 diagrams? No, the other one. Okay, I, I see another one. It's It looks like it's got some um, Georgia O'Keeffe drawing on it, or, or maybe it's a cave. I'm not really sure. Never mind. You'll just have to trust me on this one, Tom. I trust that you have a lot of whiteboards in your trailer, but I still think Bigfoot is a myth. And then I guess I'll just have to go into the woods and prove it. Ash, get my truck. Do, do you mean the whiteboard of the drawing of your truck where it has airplane wings? No, the real one. Yeehaw! We're going to the woods! The Coffee County Farmer's Almanac presents On This Day in History with Calvin Coolidge Fowler. On This Day in History, 1493, Christopher Columbus wrote in his diary, Encountered three mermaids today, and I must dispel the rumors and myths. They are not half as beautiful as they are painted. They are more resemblant of a hairless sea cow, unhooved and flippered, swimming leisurely on their backs. 
They sing no song, as did Odysseus's sirens, yet we were seduced nonetheless. They are not vicious succubi, but tender lovers, quite docile, though they are loath to exit the water and must be met by man in their own element. And that is what took place on this day in history. Uh, I, I just have one question about all, all of those. Mm. Uh, which, which day are you, were you talking about? On this day in history. So, so today on the calendar. T- today. But years this ago. Day. This all happened today. This day. This day. Mm-hmm. Today. You just know everything, don't you, Calvin? You're so smart. Oh, my goodness. You know what? What is it? I, I feel like such a boob. Oh, no. I know exactly where I was when I was shot. You do? <gasps> you do? Where were you? Was Bigfoot there? I was at Ray Tungsten's funeral. He was a veteran, and they did a 21-gun salute, and I was off. I, you know, I didn't get along so well with Ray, so I was off kind of off to the... I was hiding. I was kind of off watching the funeral from a distance. Cause yeah, we, next to Bigfoot, who was hiding in the bushes. Was, he was not there. It was not him. It was what the, do you mean? It was the Marines that did the 21-gun salute. They must have volleyed the shots right at me, and... Uh, they shoot those up in the air. Don't yeah, they, but they, they come. Da- the bullets come down. You were hit by a falling bullet. Yep. Didn't in, didn't kill this time, but they anyhow. In the bottom of your foot. The top. Well, I was ducking and covering. So, I'm not proud. Well, Let's get Ray Ray back here. We don't need to hunt down the Sasquatch. You know Let's what? leave the Sasquatch in peace. So we got to get Ray Ray back here. No. Yeah, we gotta get and what about Ash? Back. They're out in the woods. Uh, well, we can't use his cell phone. It's in the microwave. Um, yeah, don't touch that. They're off the grid. Uh, yeah, they went commando. No, that that means something oh, else. You know what? He took all eight rolls of my Reynolds wrap out there with him. I know what that's for. Maybe we but can. I'm sworn to secrecy. No, well, maybe we can fire up the ham radio and see if we can get him on the citizens' band. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, next week we got a doozy for you when our guest is going to be Ryan C. Crest. Oh, wow. Oh, he's big. C stands for Carl, I believe. He's an heir to the Crest toothpaste fortune. Not, wow. Not who I was thinking yeah. of. Colgate's won't like that. Fowler Family Radio Hour is written and performed by Matthew Bivens, Joe Burton, Shelby Burton, Robert Cass, Jeff Gandy, Sarah Motley. Sound engineering and editing by Richard Motley. This has been a production of Bughouse Theater. www.bughousetheater.com. 